0: hello everybody welcome back to the catching feelings podcast
1: if you hear some background noise it's because we are currently broadcasting to you live from the game the alumni game
0: so we are at the Ilani alumni baseball game right now can you guys keep it down we're, we're recording <laughs> thank you
1: okay so today's a very special episode not only because we're podcasting live from the field but because we will be having our first guests plural on the podcast
0: since we're at the alumni game today we're gonna have multiple guests yes so should we have first
1: we're starting it off strong
0: all right so our first ever
2: guest on the catching feelings podcast is Shaden Kubo my name is Shaden Kubo I play for Northern Colorado and I am currently the second baseman
1: thanks Shaden for being on the podcast okay Shaden Tell us what is your favorite thing about college baseball
2: it's a hard question um, honestly my favorite thing about college baseball has to be the atmosphere that we play in I feel like it's a pretty exciting atmosphere like with a whether it's playing at home or going away like the crowd is always pretty pretty crazy so I feel like that has to be the biggest thing
0: that's actually true because I've never played college baseball obviously but a lot of the guys I've talked to just talk about like how fun college baseball is. If you have to give one recruiting tip to the young kids out there what would you tell them
2: you really have to pick and choose where you want to go and where you decide that you fit in best because i feel like nowadays a lot of the kids are committing to some bigger schools and they're just going and they don't really get to play that much so like i feel like picking a school that best fits you and where you'll play the most at is definitely something i would recommend
0: i agree you got to go where you're wanted right
1: so i noticed that the rule change for the ncaa what is it called like endorsement rule for college players um had a big impact on your life you're like a full-on influencer now you have all of your deals all of your sponsorships
2: everybody go to
0: liquid iv
1: <laughs> what's you, your code yeah. plug your code yeah pop your no, code in no. real quick
2: i feel like with the big uh, nil deals i feel that um, it's good for college athletes because I feel like it's been something that's been uh, in the works for a while, and now college athletes can finally benefit from it. But I don't, I don't even have that many. I just have a couple. <laughs> but like,
1: did you make any money off of it? Like a dollar? I haven't even
2: checked. But I'm with After Bar now. It's kind of like a CBD uh, protein bar.
3: Oh. But
2: Colorado, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 legal. But I haven't even I haven't even checked. But I feel like it's just a great opportunity for college athletes in general.
1: So
0: what city in Colorado are you in?
2: Uh, Greeley.
1: Is there a lot to do around there?
0: Yeah, what kind of stuff do you do? There's nothing to do
2: there. (laughs) So what do you guys
1: do for fun, like in between practices and school?
2: There's nothing to do. (laughs) There's nothing to do really. I mean, mean, the most you could do is just drive down to Denver or maybe Fort Collins where there's a little bit more, like there's malls and stuff. But
1: But baseball takes up most of your time anyway. Yes. How was it adjusting from seeing guys in high school throw, like, mid-70s on average, like, maybe touch low 80s, and then going to college ball, playing D1?
2: Um, It was definitely a tough adjustment, considering that, like, you don't really see that down here. So, I mean, I guess it just comes with time. You just got to, the more you see it, the easier it gets. Yeah, there's really no secret to it. Just, you just got to see it more and more.
1: How is it for you being long distance and also being an athlete?
2: Um, it's tough, but we make it work. I feel like as long as you guys understand and communicate with each other, you can make it work out and honestly just communicate well.
1: Okay, I think.
4: That's all we got.
0: Thank yeah, you, Shaden, for
1: coming right. on the podcast. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank
4: you. Do you guys edit this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay go ahead. <laughs> Hi, my name is Aaron. I'm currently at University of Hawaii. I'm a second baseman, and this is my third year at UH.
1: Welcome, Aaron.
4: Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) All right, first question. What is your favorite thing about playing college baseball?
4: I think the best thing is just staying home for me. Other people probably have different answers, but staying home and being able to play in front of my family is uh, really important to me. And I feel like, especially coming from Hawaii and having a lot of local kids on the team, it really like creates friendships forever. Not only the local kids, but also just my teammates in general. Like I feel like it's something that you're never going to take that friendship away, just Aww. like high school. So
1: That's so nice. Um, yeah. Going off of that, let's talk about your opening day a little bit.
0: Yeah, so Aaron started opening day as a freshman. And I was still home for the off season, so me and Nikki went to the game. And I remember seeing you down on the field and like all of our family and friends was in the stands and I just thought it was like super cool watching you play. And I was like, ah oh, I wish that was me on the field. But like just talk about that, that experience, being on the field
4: for the first time in front of the Hawaii fans. Yeah, so I honestly didn't even know if I was gonna play that game, but right before the game the lineup came out and I was playing second, so as soon as I found out that I was playing, not gonna lie, like a lot of the nerves just like kicked in, just because like I was once that kid watching the UH games, like watching guys like Colton Wong, John He, all those guys, and then just kind of taking it all in and realizing like I'm gonna play too is kind of a, it's kind of a. Like, all my hard work paid off, I guess.
1: Were your knees, like, trembling in the box the whole time? <laughs> I
4: mean, once the game started, it was it was a little better. But it was definitely ner- nerve-wracking, I have to say. Especially
1: yeah. because it was, like, a night game. Yeah. Like, the stands were full. We were almost sold out. Yeah. The yeah. huge stadium.
4: For sure. But it was definitely a cool experience until I got hurt. <laughs> but, yeah.
1: Um... What is one good recruiting tip you have for high school players?
4: I think coming from Hawaii, it's it's a, di- a little different experience. I have to say that myself and a lot of my classmates kind of got lucky because we knew a lot of people. Just like I listened to you guys' last podcast. Um, Thanks. The college recruiting one. How de- It actually depends on who you know. So a lot of our classmates were lucky enough that our head coach was kind of pushing for us at different colleges so we were able to get our name out there but I'd say you just have to play as much games as possible like playing in the summer like Micah said last one Um, and don't be shy to reach out to coaches because I feel like when coaches see that you want to come to their school then it helps them narrow their amount of players down to however many they actually like so that's the biggest thing I think. Just trying to reach out and put yourself out there.
0: Was it a hard adjustment for you going from high school baseball to Division One college baseball?
4: Yeah, I feel like the just the game was a little harder, but like outside life and everything was it wasn't as hard just because I feel like our high school prepared us well enough. So social life and um, academics wasn't as bad, but. Um, the game of baseball, I feel, was just a little sped up, had to adjust a little bit to it, but overall, I feel like it was
5: okay. Hey,
1: thank right, Aaron. you, Aaron. Thanks for coming on the pod. Right, thanks for having me. All right, go, okay, ahead.
5: go ahead. I'm Jacob Hinderleiter. I graduated in 2019. I go to Davidson College in, like, close to Charlotte, North Carolina, and I play infield. All right, so the first question is... What is your favorite thing about playing college baseball? Uh, My favorite thing about playing college baseball would have to be having the opportunity to continue the dream and keep playing for as long as I can. That's always really been my goal. Um, Mm -hmm. So just having the chance to play and interacting with my teammates and having that experience with them is is all that I can really ask for. If you had to give one recruiting tip to the high school kids out there, what would you tell them? Uh, I think the most important thing is being somewhere that that you enjoy and something that you personally like not exactly where everyone else kind of wants you to go and i would say try to go somewhere where you can play and where you have the best chance of of getting on the field i think that's great advice
1: that's really good advice switching gears a little bit um so you are in a relationship i am are a lot of the athletes at davidson do they only date other athletes or how does that work
5: um i would say majority of the guys do um, I think some of the other teammates have like girlfriends from high school that go to other schools. Um, but I think for our team, most of the guys are dating other athletes on campus.
0: So you're in Davidson, North Carolina. What kind of
5: things do you guys do for fun there? Is there stuff to do around the town? Or do you guys just kind of hang out at campus? Uh, I'd say most of the time we spend time on campus. But when we have time, we like to go to the lake a lot, uh, jet ski, go on the boat. Uh, and then sometimes we'll go out in Charlotte. Uh, there's a lot of cool things to do there. That sounds fun.
1: Um, OK, how about like a standout moment for you in your career?
5: Standout moment for me? Honestly, I'd probably say being able to play my freshman year is the, the biggest thing I can think of. Uh, that was something I kind of worked towards for pretty much as long as I can remember. So having the opportunity to play early Um, But if I had to think of like a specific experience, it would probably be beating Duke my freshman year. Uh, We played them in Charlotte at the uh, Charlotte Knights AAA Stadium and uh, our first base in that year to walk off home run and uh, that was pretty cool. You're in North Carolina, which is a long ways from Hawaii. So was it hard to adjust to being on your own so far away from home? Uh, The first semester I was there was pretty difficult um, having been here my whole life and moving somewhere new but I'd always traveled to the east coast when I was younger especially over the summers. so I kind of knew what I was getting into and I I spent the summers in high school in Atlanta too away from home so that kind of got me ready for for being away from here but every opportunity that I have to come home I definitely take it and and really enjoy it
1: yeah it's kind of funny because the three of us have all been at the same school for 13 years and then the two of you actually went the farthest away from home so
5: that's all we got
1: yeah, that should be good. Thank you for being on the podcast. All
5: right, yeah, I appreciate it, guys.
6: Uh, my name is Jonah Mizawa. I go to Mount Marty <gasps> University in South Dakota. I play football and I'm a wide receiver.
1: So you actually started off at Central Washington, right? Yeah. Um, what made you transfer?
6: I didn't get an opportunity I wanted to play at, so I decided to transfer to seek a new opportunity and get a chance to play, so yeah, that's what I did.
1: Looking back, um, when you were going through the whole recruiting process, what would you have done differently, or did you think the transfer was like a good thing?
6: I think the transfer was a good thing, but like for football or just for any college sports, I would just say go where you're wanted, I guess. When I look back at it, it wasn't that great when I I was in high school, and then later on I found a place to go to and figured that's where uh, they wanted me to be, so. That that's important I think.
1: So you're in South Dakota and I, I've dabbled a little bit in the Midwest. Um what do you guys do for fun over there?
6: Um there's nothing much really, just go downtown, go to the bars, that's about it. Uh <clears throat> the lake is right the Mississippi River goes through South Dakota and into Nebraska, so that's cool in the
0: summertime. So like you said, you're going to college in South Dakota, which is pretty dang far and different from Hawaii. So was it hard for you to adjust your life and also adjust
6: to playing college football? Um I think freshman year you it's a change of scenery but since I'm a little older now, three years in the mainland, it's not the worst, but still sucks. Zero degrees sucks, <laughs> but yeah, it's not too bad.
1: Would you say that it's hard to balance dating life as an athlete, like the work-life balance? The,
6: it depends what kind of person you are, how much you care about your sport, how much you care about yourself, or
1: <laughs> oh, no. depends how you want to
6: balance it, so that's what I would say.
3: It's pretty
1: good, yeah? Okay, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank Jonah. you.
3: My name is uh, Blake Hiraki. I go to the University of Hawaii at Manoa, and I am a catcher.
0: So Blake's our second guest that goes to University of Hawaii, so we'll see if the answers vary here. But uh, the first question is, what's your favorite thing about playing college baseball?
3: I think it has to be the player development and how it teaches you to become a man. and something greater than baseball teaches you life lessons that you can use in the real world and it's just something that other people don't get to don't have a chance to learn from you know
0: so Blake's faced some adversity throughout his career having Tommy John surgery when we we're in high school so I, I think this perspective could be a little different so if you had to give one recruiting tip to kids out there in high school what would you tell them based on your experience
3: Uh, I would tell them never ever stop working hard, keep always going. Like for me, I thought that it was going to be over since I got hurt so late in my high school career, but then I kept persevering, I kept working hard, and I finally got a chance. Coaches came to my games during my senior year. I committed late, but I still... Oh, that's deep, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> you just bat flipped
6: in and they even hit the fence. Anyway.
3: <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, no matter if, if you don't think it's possible, don't give up ever. Because if you don't give your chance, you won't ever get a chance. You know what I mean? That's good advice.
1: Would you say, as an athlete, it's hard to balance school and sports? Because I know you're really into your academics.
3: I think it's only hard to balance if you allow it to be hard to balance. Like, it's all a choice, right? It depends what you put first and. I take school very seriously, and baseball is also very—I um, take that seriously, but I think there's, it's important to put time and effort into both. Yeah, we practice 20 hours a week sometimes, and it can be very tiring, but that's, there's no excuse that you can put school aside because it's just, important, just as important, because if you don't get your schoolwork done, then you're ineligible to play, and then you don't get either, you know? So I feel like it's, it's good to put all your effort into both.
1: Very good. And um, so this will be your first summer away from home, right? Yes. Uh, where are you headed this summer?
3: I'm going to play in Alaska, Fairbanks, Alaska, for the Gold Panthers.
1: Oh, nice. It's going to be a really good opportunity for you.
3: Yep. <clears throat> a lot of playing time. Uh, it should be really fun up there. I heard there's like games that you can play at 12 o'clock and midnight because the sun's still up. So that should be pretty
7: fun
1: nice hope to see you on the field this year keep working hard thank you thanks blake
7: my name is kurt Miyahira. i am the baseball coach at iolani school my daytime job is a um, sales manager for a construction equipment company and my part-time job is the baseball coach at iolani school (laughs) so how long have you been the head baseball coach at iolani since 2016. so eight years yeah, I went by fast, and we didn't have two thousand and twenty. Oh yeah, that's right. So, uh,
0: this is my biggest question that I want I want to ask is, uh, so when our grade was going through the recruiting process, it was kind of tough for us to like get our names out there to a lot of the big schools. But nowadays, you see like there's three kids in this graduating class going to University of Washington, and a couple other guys going to like Power Five conference schools. So just kind of talk
7: about how like the perception of Hawaiian players is kind of evolving. I feel like they're getting more opportunities because they they get to be seen more. They go to larger tournaments and I think it's kids like you guys, kids in the past who go on the mainland and do well. And so it opens up doors and opportunities for other kids. And the more they get seen in the mainland, the more that they understand that they can play. And so therefore there's more opportunity. But, But I think it's important that you know, the, like you guys, the guys before you guys that all did well and not only on the field but off the field and you guys handled your guys' business, stayed out of trouble, uh, We're very coachable and I think college coaches are, they like things, one of the things they like about the kids from Hawaii is that they're pretty gritty, um, chip on their shoulder, pretty tough kids and I think those things are uncoachable.
1: Um, what is your favorite thing about coaching high school?
7: I think I like coaching high school kids because I think at the, at the end of the day they teach me more than I actually teach them and I think they don't realize it and me personally I, I enjoy it and I don't take the responsibility lightly and I think things like this, um, you know where we have kids from our first graduating class or our last graduating class that are out here. Most of them aren't playing, but they're just out here just to hang out with the guys and talk story. And uh, I think things like this are what makes it rewarding. Because don't get me wrong, there's days where I ask myself, why am I doing this? But (laughs) days like this, uh, it makes it rewarding.
0: So when we were going through the, when we were still in high school, I think you did a good job of kind of pushing for us to college coaches. Um, But now you have
7: your own recruiting service, right? I do. Um, it's called Sayaka Sports Academy. Cheap plug. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically it's... We're just trying to give kids opportunity that kids like, I guess myself, didn't have because it wasn't a thing, right? And I think if kids could use baseball as a vehicle to get them through college, to get a degree, I think it's very important. Um, and just ride it till the wheels fall off. I just don't want kids having regrets, saying, oh, what if, I wish I did this, I wish it, you know? At least we'll leave every rock or not leave every rock unturned, I guess. Um, But most importantly, help them find the right fit, right? I think since a lot of Hawaii kids are getting exposure now, a lot of other Hawaii kids or a lot of baseball players out here are wondering, oh, why can't I do that? And we're just trying to chase the big name, nicest uniform, uh, the school with the most clout, that the perception is they're good. Um, I think we're trying to, our whole motto at Sayaka is to try and find the right fit. Right, what fits the kid best uh, education first and along with the baseball ability all right so
0: the last question is we're gonna we're gonna ask you uh which class was the best class that you've coached my favorite class
1: doesn't have to be your favorite there's just been a lot of chatter recently about this
0: comes up because i heard one of these class of 2021 guys was saying that their class is better than the class of 2019
1: so we just want to settle this here and now Talent-wise, talent-wise, yeah.
0: Yeah, they think they can they can oh, beat us in a in a baseball game.
7: Talent-wise, 2019 for sure. Mm-hmm. 2018, um, they're special to me because I had them in JV oh, when I was a JV coach in 2015. I had all of them with me as freshmen, and we brought almost all of them up with us as sophomores, and they had to kind of take their lumps. They got on the field, yeah. The 2018 is pretty special to me because they also took you guys under their wing, right? And you guys actually, but you guys actually beat some of them out. And they they were really good to you guys, they're really good teammates, and you know they didn't hold it against you guys, they pushed you guys to be better. And then you guys came along and did the same, right, for, for the guys under. And I think that's one thing we're trying to perpetuate, is to get these new guys to understand what it's like to work hard and actually get after it, right? Because working hard, is it doesn't mean anything anymore. Everyone needs to work hard, right? That's what you do. But it's how you go out your business, how you treat each other, and just being a good teammate yeah so 2000, but two thousand and nineteen was definitely my favorite, but two thousand eighteen I owe a lot to two 2000, actually two thousand sixteen I don't know how you're gonna chop this up but, <laughs> but two thousand and sixteen you know I, I owe a lot to them as well because that class had for I think from seventh grade to twelfth grade they had a different head coach every single year so the guys from two thousand and sixteen I just realized that some of them were twenty four years old already wow right that's when I kind of first started coaching and uh everetts Going to law school, believe it or not. Landon's also applying for law school. He got in, actually. Wow. To a few schools. But best of luck to you guys on this. I think this is awesome. Yeah, it makes thanks. my day when I get to listen to it.
1: <laughs> thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. And good luck this season.
7: Thank you.
8: I'm Everett, Everett Lau.
7: Um,
8: I went to junior college uh, in, what, 2016. Stayed there for two years in San Mateo, and that was pretty cool. Um, and that's where I pretty much, like, love the Bay. So. That was a good experience. Um, And then after that, I went to Auburn, and that was another cool experience down in Alabama. Yeah, it was just different, different from the West Coast. Uh, People were great. Food was different, um, but definitely one of the better experiences of baseball. Uh, And we were lucky enough to go to College World Series and stuff. So that was honestly a really good uh, experience. I'd say probably the best experience. in my my opinion. And then I went down to UCSD, uh, I didn't really play much. So that's why I was like, ah, okay, I'll just play my senior year. And it was cool, it was San Diego by Torrey Pines, uh, La Jolla. And I think that was, for anybody that knows San Diego, that's honestly probably the better places to hang out in my experience. So that was pretty cool. Stayed there for two years with COVID. And I was able to come home the following year, our last year, so I was in college for five years. So my fifth year, we came home, played against Aaron, um, and other Ilani people, so that was that was awesome, but that's about it. Yeah,
0: so you're a JUCO guy, just kind of talk about that experience, what is junior college baseball like, do you think it's a good route for kids to take out of high school, just kind of talk about that whole thing. Uh, my junior college experience is honestly the best, uh,
8: you're living in residential homes, so I mean you're living next to kids or families or senior care and stuff, so you're kind of You're not really living in a college experience, so that's kind of one thing you sacrifice, which is honestly, like, if you're trying to play baseball, it's probably the best thing to do. Um, But I'm sure you you can do both at the same time. But um, it was honestly the best. You just kind of wake up, go to school for like three hours, and then you're playing baseball. So um, for the junior college experience, at least in my opinion, it was really good. And I got to play right away. So it's kind of a plus-plus all around.
1: So you're done with baseball now? and you're moving on to the next thing.
8: Yeah, um, that's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing right now. I'm just kind of hanging out, um, trying to go to school, try to go to more school, so I have to avoid working. I know I can't play baseball forever, so I'm trying to figure it out, and I think that's one thing where i am like adjusting. is kind of hard, because for the past six months, I've just kind of been sitting around, I mean, go to
0: the gym, but other than that, stay productive somehow, yeah. So you were lucky enough to play college baseball all the way through your senior year. Was turning pro in the picture at all? Or like, how did you, what were your feelings about like giving up baseball? I don't know, I guess everybody would like to play
8: uh, forever um, rather than work, but I think, I mean, the way it kind of ended up uh, with the last hit and everything, it was kind of like satisfying to just kind of like, all right, it's good enough. Um, And I was okay to walk away with it. But here and there, I'll go and play in the men's league, so it's like, you know, it's kind of fun to go out there. But other than that, um, yeah, it was just one of those kind of things. I wouldn't say that professional baseball was out of it, um, but I think at the same time, there's a bunch of kids and you kind of just can't really worry about that. Um, And so it's just kind of, that's how I changed my mindset and I kind of ended up having fun my senior year.
1: I just want to add in here that you're actually Micah's favorite baseball player when he was a freshman. So. Stop. <laughs>
8: I try to be
3: super cool with people,
8: um, and I think that's like the cool thing about baseball—you meet all these people, regardless of age, along the way, and you make super cool friends and stuff. Um, and then, yeah, just to go out and hit with Micah now, and like how the roles change. Micah's playing professional baseball, uh, so that's kind of cool to see. Super supportive of
0: that. Yeah, so when I was a freshman, you were a senior on the varsity, and we would practice with you guys sometimes. I would take ground balls with you at third base, and I just remember you always being a cool dude and like a good mentor to the younger kids. So thank you, everybody. We're appreciative of that. No, all for the kids, definitely. But yeah,
8: this is awesome. Um, I know it's kind of cool, especially I guess we're talking about it at the alumni game, just to see everybody back and it's kind of good spirit.
1: Alright, that's
0: all we have. Thanks for being on the podcast, Everett.